1: Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score? The show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And yes, indeed, we have the all-star award-winning combination back in studio today. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, starting with, of course, from Score, Lucy Polito. Hello. Great. Great to see you, Lucy and also from score we have back by popular demand his own demand <laughs> and that is the only demand the one <laughs> i Rich
2: figured out Jacob. how to unlock the door finally yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hello
1: christopher <laughs> don't break her heart oh that's right i am christopher hart of the american adversaries radio show but, of course, Lucy and Rich are one, two of the many volunteers they have here at the local SCORE office. And it's located in the Orlando Fashion Square and the National Entrepreneur Center, which is located on the West End there. If you park in the parking garage, it will be right there. And it's a great organization, SCORE, that is. But one of many over there, right, Rich? Uh, one of the 13
2: community service organizations geared towards Small business and all the services are pretty much free. In other words, even the financial services, you can go get advice. You know, you don't have to commit to anything, but you can get advice as to what needs to be done for a small business loan or a line of credit or something like that.
1: Yeah, and if SCORE doesn't have what you need, they can refer you to one of these other great organizations. Right, and we do. And that's what they do. And yep. that's what the Entrepreneur Center is all about, which is why it's a state-of-the-art model facility. Only one, two, two in the nation? Three three in the
2: nation. There's three. It used to be one in San Jose. That closed down. Uh, used to be one in Texas, and I don't know where the third one is these days.
1: Okay. But this one is still at the Orlando Fashion Square Mall there, just right. off of McGuire. And it's there for all, all entrepreneurs. And all you need to do is go over there and knock on the door, basically. You don't even have to do that. Just walk in. If you go there during normal business hours... Nine to five on uh, Monday through Friday and then Saturday mornings as well. You might even run to Lucy run into Lucy over there, right? Yeah. That's
3: right. We're ready to help everyone.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. OK, so
3: do you remember
2: the time we called her on the phone and interviewed her? <laughs> yeah, she didn't know. Yeah, she she didn't was know. on the radio.
1: <laughs> And that's because you can call them on the phone at 407-420-4844. That is for the SCORE office. And you can make an appointment or maybe they can just answer your question right over the phone. Yeah, it's, and it's a simple that's one. the
3: wonderful thing. You will get a real human being.
1: Not a bot. Indeed, but abide. And once again, that's uh, normal business hours, Monday through Friday and Saturday morning. And that's when they all they always have something going on at Score. Sometimes in the evening, after hours, they'll have a seminar going on. Uh, Saturday mornings, pretty much every Saturday morning, there's just a about seminar. every Saturday. That's yeah. right. Some some different seminar coming up. That's right. And twice a month, they have the Coffee with a Leader series, and once a month, the Lunch with a Leader series. And the best way to find out about. What goes on there is to go to the website, orlando.score.org, look for the so-called green sheet, and you'll see a listing of all of the offerings and a brief brief synopsis of what it's all about. And if there is a charge, you'll see that it's a minimal charge. Or
2: you could sign up for the newsletter. That's right. And get briefed in person. That's right. Up to
1: date. That's right. You'll get uh, uh, pre-advanced notice. Is that pre-advanced? Uh, anyway, you'll get advanced notice get, yeah, of right. upcoming events and uh, various things that SCORE is involved in. And pretty much they're all going to be at the National Entrepreneur Center because there are state-of-the-art classrooms and facilities there, boardrooms, that type of thing. If not there, though, it's certainly uh, they do do outreach into the community. Yes,
2: I did. Yeah. 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 As a matter of fact, a couple weeks ago I went to – Orange County Technical Schools, are you familiar with that group? I think Didn't we have them on the show before? Yeah, Seems like we that. did. That yeah. was a couple of years ago. But right. they do uh, technical education such as uh, air conditioning specialists or beauty salon specialists or I like those people. Yeah, I like those people a lot. Yeah, because you you
1: need them a lot. That's why. (laughs) Yeah. So it is a situation where SCORE networks with all kinds of organizations to help people in the business community. And the best part about it is the mentorship program is, you're going to have to say it this week, Rich. Okay, who's been saying it in my absence? You used the F word in
2: my absence. I'm sorry, but I did. (laughs) Oh, my God. It is free, ladies and gentlemen, free counseling.
1: Free counseling services, and they have counselors from all walks of life. Oh, yeah. How many
2: counselors here? Roughly 59 Going on a five dozen. That's as right. You would say,
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's a, a part of the nationwide organization. What about fifteen thousand nationwide? Fifteen thousand
2: plus now.
1: Yes. Right. And by yeah, the way,
2: three hundred and eighty uh, offices.
1: Right.
3: And we have uh, counselors with all types of experiences, yeah. and that's that is the wonderful thing about SCORE. Yeah. No matter what type of business you're interested in, we have somebody that actually has been there, done that, and can actually guide you.
2: And if it's not here locally, we can put you in touch with the counselor uh, nationally.
1: That's right. And if you would like to be a volunteer at SCORE, just go to orlando.score.org and you'll see how to sign up for that and begin the process. Or give them a call or go on down there and say, hey, I've been listening to you guys on the radio and I'd like to be a part of this. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can be. All right. As we said, they've always got something going on over at SCORE. And the coffee series, once again, is twice a month. And that brings us to our guest today, because he's going to be making the presentation on November the twenty first. So I'd like to welcome to the show today, Michael Samani. Welcome once again to the show. Thank you very much. I understand much. you were on before. I know? was.
4: I was absolutely talking about social media law last time.
1: Okay. Right. And Michael I had is to watch my wallet. That time uh, yeah, <laughs> he is an attorney and counselor at law with the law firm Kilgore Perlman Samani Dines and squires
4: correct that's and
1: it so well as uh because it's been a while and it will re- refresh plus we have a lot of new listeners out there uh, i think you might remember the routine give us a little rundown you know are you from this area that sort of thing
4: yeah so i grew up in detroit until i was about nine years old moved down to sarasota and had been there ever since until uh getting uh, this opportunity with uh kilgore perlman here in orlando and so i've been here about eight or nine years now and uh focusing on a lot of automotive industry, legal issues, uh, advertising legal issues, and really anything related to to business and uh, small businesses and, and large as well. So we, we do a lot of uh, business work, uh, both commercial and corporate litigation, okay. transactional work, buying and selling businesses, and those sorts of things.
1: Okay. Uh, so you went right out of law school into practicing.
4: I So I... Laws is kind of a second career for me. So I started off oh. doing uh, a lot of marketing uh, for a couple of boat companies, uh, Donzi Marine and Proline Boats down well, this in from Sarasota? Sarasota. It yeah. was, absolutely, yeah. 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 yeah, so I did that. that and that's
1: a great place to live, too, uh, by the it's way. Beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful.
2: And it's, it's uh, expensive these days. Yeah. Has it gotten expensive? <laughs> it is. Which it is, you is could, booming. You the, could afford the old it. downtown Come on. area. Wow. The, yeah, downtown
4: area is booming now. It's got a
3: you lot of... You can afford one of those places. Can I? No problem. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs>
4: Lucy. Yeah. Maybe two. Yeah, Send yeah, me the right. Jack. Yeah. That's
1: right. That's right. <laughs> so downtown, you say, is really booming now. It,
4: right? is. it is. It's uh, yeah, down by the water now by the Marina Jack area has just, you know, if, you've, if, you've, if you haven't been there in the last 10 years, you wouldn't recognize it. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. So wow. it's, it's a it's a
3: great area. It's a beautiful area. So really you, is.
1: So you got into marketing, though. And I did. And so... You, you didn't like it, or was it you, just because you you had more of a passion for law?
4: Yeah, no, it was. I, I actually loved marketing. Uh, okay, I had always kind of had in the back of my mind uh, a legal career, and so I ended up uh, after a while of doing marketing, thought, uh, you know this is it's time is now or or never. And want to if I'm going to do it, it's time to do it. And so I went back and did the uh, my MBA and juris doctorate, and so I have uh, started practicing law after that, and was doing some commercial uh, litigation in Tampa. When I found out about this opportunity here in Orlando and uh, automotive specific and kind of a car guy. So it seemed like a good fit uh, for that, that type of work. And okay. now I'm just kind of come full circle. So I was doing a, putting together a lot of the marketing and the advertising for these boat companies now and, and sending that to the, the legal team for them to review. Now I'm on the review side and, and trying to help out the, our, our clients that are doing the marketing and advertising by making sure that they're compliant.
1: And because he's been on the show before, he's been working with SCORE right uh, as an uh, instructor. Is that correct? You do the coffee series? Absolutely. A guest
2: speaker. A guest speaker, yeah. I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah. okay. Uh, okay, um, we're coming up on a break. But once again, uh, by the way, the website, if you would like to visit the law firm's website. And once again, that is, let me get, make sure I get the names right here. Kilgore, Perlman, Samani, Denius, and Squires. You just use the initial for each of their names: kpsds dot com.
2: You just used up all the time we had before a <laughs> break. You know, yeah, with, nah, 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 yeah, I'm
1: coming up on kpsds dot com. Okay, and when we come back. We'll uh, talk more about uh, uh, their particular brand of law and what he's going to be instructing on as a guest speaker coming up on once again. It's November the twenty first. And you really do need to pre-register for these because now this coffee series, there's no charge for it. But you'll need to pre-register to make sure that any material they have that will be handing out, they have enough because they make it as they need it. They just don't have it laying around. That's right. They want to make sure you get a seat in there. So sometimes, you know, oftentimes these are full houses. So go to Orlando.score.org to sign up for the the, the di- digital marketing law uh, with the coffee with a leader series for 11,21, November the 21st, and yeah. we'll be right back with more of what's the score. Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? Once again, this is the show to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And with Rich Jekyll and Lucy Polito both here today, we definitely have the winning combination from Score. Yeah. I am Christopher Hart and our guest today, Michael Samani, and she is an, he is, I'm sorry, an attorney at law and counselor at law. So, Michael, the Coffee with a Leader series coming up this time is about digital marketing law. Uh, but before we get uh, specifically into that, y- you say you especially liked coming to Orlando to work with this firm because, you, uh, what did you call it, auto law?
4: Yeah, autom- we're, we focus on automotive industry issues, so mostly representing a lot of dealerships. And, okay. uh, you know, with, with the advertising practice as well, those dovetail pretty nicely because dealerships advertise quite a bit, as you've seen on TV and radio.
2: Right. And they uh, dominate.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Dominate. Absolutely. So there's a lot of overlap there. Uh, and, and the industry itself is, is something that we've, we've become really steeped in and, and gotten more and more involved in as the years have gone on too.
1: Okay. Uh, now, does that directly involve digital marketing as well because that would be, I guess, the advertising portion of it?
4: Absolutely, yeah. Uh, dealers are, are tend to be kind of on the cutting edge of a lot of the marketing, uh, uh, both technologies and with uh, the amount and volume of, of advertising that they do. So a lot of times they end up being the ones who are you know as a target for getting sued first uh, and, and the ones that we try to help uh, give the advice to to help them avoid being sued by making sure that they're in compliance with both, you know, the older laws that are applying to new technologies and some of the newer laws that are coming out designed to, uh, you know, mostly protect consumers in, in, in these instances.
1: Mm-hmm. I see. Now, you have... You've- Given these uh, presentations before, but not with this particular subject matter. Is that correct?
4: Yeah, this one we're looking at doing, uh, trying to give give these entrepreneurs and, and uh, small businesses the opportunity to, to understand some of the things that are, we're seeing as trends that are going to be continuing into the following year. So, we're, you know, we're doing this at the kind of the end of 2019, looking forward to 2020 and seeing what some of the trends are and some of the things that they should be aware of in doing a lot of their digital marketing to make sure that they do stay out of trouble and make sure that they stay in compliance so they're not opening themselves up to liability.
1: Mm-hmm. And would this be the same sorts of regulations and laws that would govern uh, advertising and marketing and newspapers, radio, and TV? Yeah,
4: some of them are, some of them aren't. Uh, and and some and that's where it kind of gets a little bit interesting. Is Some, some of the laws are designed... And, and they were passed several years ago and, and in a time where we didn't have a lot of the technologies that we have now, uh, you know, mobile apps and, and some of the things that go along with that where we're trying to really, you know, the law is having a hard time keeping up with some of the technology that's being used for digital advertising right now. So it's it's an application of, of how are these old laws now being applied by courts and by administrative agencies so that the these, these entrepreneurs understand, you know, how, how to protect themselves. And also some of the new laws, some of the new laws are specifically for, um, some of the, the newer technologies, for example, there's a, a, a law called COPPA uh, and, and that relates to children's uh, privacy when they're online. And that's that really is strictly only for digital issues. Uh, some of the other issues like the FTC Act, uh, we'll talk about in a little bit, the Americans with Disability Act, how those older laws are now being applied to some some digital uh, strategies for marketing and how, how folks are, are either getting in trouble with that or making sure that they're avoiding trouble.
1: Don't the, the social media platforms sort of police themselves? I mean, we just heard that Twitter isn't going to allow political advertising and this sort of thing. Uh, is is it because government can't keep up, or is sort of ceded part of it over to them?
4: Now, it's uh, some of the the forums like that, like so you got YouTube and Twitter, and, the, and the, a lot of these these uh, forums for people to uh, post their, you know, make their posts. Uh, they avoid liability because of, there's a, a law called the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. And if they are – they actually if, – if any other small businesses own sites like that where, where they they have users making their posts on the on the forum for them, it's actually time to probably re-register their, their copyright agent for that because it's, it's – uh, it's, it, that deadline is coming up soon too. But they have – if you have a registered agent for that and you follow that law, you actually have a safe harbor – as long as you're not getting involved with those as well. So that that's what also helps some of these entities like YouTube uh encourages them to want to to stay out of the fray and you guys post what you're going to post unless it's something that is, you know, goes beyond certain some uh, dictates we're going to let it go.
2: You know, the way technology is changing at the rapid pace that it is, how can these laws possibly stay up with it? I mean, they've yeah. got to be tweaked to be to keep up with the current pace of technology,
4: yeah, we're seeing a lot of laws that are trying to be you're trying to shoehorn them into yeah. into some of these things. Perfect example, and something I'll be talking about at the coffee with the leader is the the TCPA, the Telephone Consumer Protection Act. At the time that that was passed, it was in passed in 1991. And the whole idea of that was to stop some of oh these telemarketers gosh. from you know, calling you. In, in, oh, at,
3: that hasn't worked. Oh, you know, yeah, oh. no, it,
4: it, it hasn't, but it's, it's had a lot of effects. And, and what they're trying to do now is without changing any of the language of the law, apply that to some of these new technologies. Mm-hmm. Under, under that law, what it prevents is automatic telephone dialing systems from, from these robocalls. Right? right, robocalls. Well, under the way the, the law is written in 1991, we didn't have smartphones. So the way the law is written, that actually would apply to a smartphone. It's, it's, it's just it, the consequences that came from that because that hasn't been updated with the technology is not what you would anticipate it being. So we're, we're trying to help folks that are that are having some of these issues and making sure there's not exposure to the TCPA claims because they're very steep as far as the penalties. Uh, and a lot of, of private plaintiffs' attorneys bring them as class actions. More often than not, what we see is the, is the businesses that are that are doing these marketing campaigns. It's not that they're trying to do something underhanded or intentional. They didn't realize that applied that way because they don't feel like they're they're doing you know the, anything that violates the law. They're they're doing mm-hmm. what everyone else does, right? Uh, and 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 they're they're doing it in good faith, but they're they're doing it incorrectly, and and that's usually not an excuse.
1: All right. Once again, Michael Samani, our guest today, and he will be the guest speaker at the Coffee with a Leader. Presentation on November the 21st. So please do go ahead and sign up. And you can do that actually right now by going to orlando.score.org. Or if you're driving around, of course, just remember to go to orlando.score.org when you get home. And they uh, open the doors at eight o'clock in the morning. And you'll want to get there early and start networking around. And about 8.30, and then that's, of course, when you'll have the coffee and they have uh, pastries, Danish. Um, and then at uh, 8.30 will be the actual presentation. And I'm sure that, uh, Michael, you'll be answering some questions from the audience as well. That's usually how it plays out, isn't
4: it? I will, absolutely. Yeah, we usually leave a little time at the end. And, and I hang around afterwards, too, if anyone has any questions they want to ask after, after the uh, presentation is over. I'm, I'm certainly around there uh, until all the, the questions are answered.
1: Okay, Great. Um, once again, Michael's website is kpsds.com. That's you know, the initials from the law firm that he's a partner partner in. That's it's short for Kilgore, Pearlman, Samani, Samani, I'm sorry, Denius and Squire. So kpsds.com. And once again, there's no charge for the Coffee with a Leader series. So you don't have to worry about that, but you do need to go ahead and sign up so that you make sure there's a place for you there as well and the uh you said uh that the you know the government's having a hard time keeping up with this so obviously it's sort of it's got to be sort of a day-to-day thing with you guys down there too trying to keep up with what they're trying to keep up with
4: it really is And, and that's kind of what we're trying to get out there to the to the uh to the business owners out there is some of the things that we're seeing as trends to get out ahead of that curve you know, we, we see a lot of um, issues that come up in waves, and so there was a, a wave of TCPA claims that went on. It still it still is going, but it's down from its highs. Uh, we're seeing right now a lot of Americans with disabilities that claims for website accessibility and and mobile app accessibility, which is something that kind of came out of the blue for a lot of people. Uh, and it's it, that's something I'm going to be touching on at the at the seminar because I think it's important for businesses to understand. How they could potentially be in violation of the ADA without really realizing it, just because of their the, the way their website is coded.
1: How do you mean coded?
4: So okay, so the the Americans with Disabilities Act, really, what it does is, as, as we've all you know come to know it, is really governs a lot of the barriers to access for people with disabilities sure. to public accommodations,
2: right? So Most people think of, of handicapped entrances yeah. yeah. and ramps and yeah. that kind of physical
1: th- Physical, yeah, physical things, the,
4: the height of, of sinks in the bathrooms and sure. those those sorts of things. So one thing that has come out recently, and actually the first case that, that was tried on this issue was in Florida. It's a Winn-Dixie case, uh, was whether a website, a company's website is part of that public accommodation. And what they said was, so folks that have um, – visual impairments or that are blind, how do they access some of these services? Because, for example, if it's Winn-Dixie, they may have coupons that are online that they don't have in the stores. There's offers and opportunities they have there, you know, doing a lot of mobile ordering. Uh, Domino's actually just got uh, lost part of a suit because of that. It's going to be going back to the trial court now. Uh, because the US Supreme Court refused to hear it so it's it, we still don't have a whole, whole lot of guidance on that issue wow. but it, but it seems now that what happens has to happen is when you're coding your website making sure that it's the back end code of that is accessible to screen readers so folks that have uh, visual impairments can use a screen reader technology and have that read to them uh, and and this is the kind of the hard part is is what we're talking about the government keeping up is you know, Department of Justice said that they were going to issue regulations on this so business would know whether they're in compliance or not in 2010. Uh, <laughs> and you're so still waiting. Little uh, late. Uh, oh, 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 yeah, say, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, maybe it's stuck in their outbox or I'm not sure what it is, yeah. but it's it's yeah, it hasn't happened yet. And it looks like it's not going to happen actually.
1: Okay. All right. We do have to take another break. When we come back, uh, I want to uh, ask Michael about the, some of these trends that he's referred to a couple of times. Uh, once again, he's going to be the presenter at the Coffee with a Leader uh event on the, let's see, November the 21st at eight o'clock in the morning is when the doors open and it's on digital marketing, digital marketing law. So sign up at orlando.score.org and we'll be right back with more of What's the Score? Okay, we're back. We're What's the Score? And by we, I mean Lucy Polito and Rich Jekyll of Score. And I am Christopher Hart. Our guest today, Michael Samani. And once again, he is an attorney and counselor of law. And by the way, his phone number is 407-425-1020. That's right, 407-425-1020. If you would like to perhaps talk to Michael about some of these issues. And don't forget, you can meet him and talk to him on November the 21st at 8 a.m. when the doors open at the National Entrepreneur Center for the Scores Coffee with a Leader series, where he'll be making a presentation on digital marketing law. No charge for that, but you do need to sign up at Orlando.score.org. You've mentioned a couple of times now trends. Ah, uh, first of all, what do you mean by trends, and then give us a, an example or two, if you would, please.
4: Sure. So we we tend to see a lot of these types of lawsuits come in waves, and so we we saw I uh, mentioned before a TCPA wave that's still going on. So I'm going to be touching it on that. has to do that. with
1: robocalls and
4: robocalls, things. Um, and, and it's it's kind of grown from that. Since so,
1: in other words, but real quick, this would be for people who are utilizing this technology, not realizing some of the regulations and laws that they may have been in violation of.
4: Exactly and, and and where that where that comes in with some of the digital side of that is like I said it was 1991, so we were all watching Melrose Place or whatever we were doing at the time. it wasn't we weren't thinking about smartphones, we weren't thinking right. about texting. We weren't thinking about direct uh, voicemail so drops.
1: the new technology created new issues, and people just kind of went with it not thinking that perhaps there was something lurking yeah, out Irish there great uh, right? that exactly. could be used against them.
4: Absolutely, and that and that was the case with texts. And so the, the courts have determined that texts are considered calls within the TCPA. So if you do a texting campaign, you have to make sure that you have the proper consent for that, right? There's different types of consent for different types of uh, texting. Sometimes it's for... Uh, you, you know, uh, bill collection type texting, that's a different type of consent that you need versus marketing. Uh, a lot of folks, there was a lot of companies out there offering this direct uh, voicemail drop service. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. No. So uh, normally for your voicemail, when you pick up your voicemail on your cell phone, what happens is if I call you, Chris, and and you don't answer, your my phone, phone's going to go to your voicemail. I'll leave a voicemail message. You then later call your voicemail server and pick up that message from the server. This direct voicemail drop was what they sometimes call ringless voicemail. It never calls your phone. It goes straight to your voicemail server. So all of a sudden you just realize you have a, a voicemail on your phone <laughs> and you listen to the voicemail and it's a it's a marketing call. I see. And uh, the the companies that were providing the service were touting for a long, long time. And we did a, a legal opinion letter on this years ago that we thought this was going to be considered – it hadn't been ruled on by court. But we thought based on the way the courts have ruled and the reasoning they've used in the past with texts that they would consider this a call subject to the TCPA – two cases now have come out uh, one in Michigan and one in Florida that have determined that, that is a call it's considered a call so where these, these companies were touting this as being a, an alternative to some of the other marketing platforms that are subject to TCPA this one is not they, that, that's incorrect and and it turns out that, that that is actually subject to TCPA and so we want to make sure people are aware of that if they're not, if they're going into this you know trying to be above board and they, you know their their vendor is telling them this is compliant uh, when it's really not, we want to make sure that these business owners understand that, that that there are issues there for them to be aware of.
3: So I would think that uh, if I'm starting a business, I better speak to an attorney such as yourself that is really up-to-date on this kind of stuff, not just any other type of business attorney, I guess.
4: It's, it is it is a little bit of a unique niche. It's Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, how
3: many – I mean, I know a lot of attorneys, and I this is the first time I hear this.
4: Yeah, it's it, unless you're doing business and really kind of the advertising marketing area, it's it's not something that really is is, is looked at by every attorney. Obviously, if you, if you know you do a personal injury attorney, a criminal attorney, these guys aren't going to look at that. A lot of business attorneys even don't really look at advertising specifically. Mm-hmm. So it, it is a little bit of a niche, and it's something we've, we do everything from if someone says, hey, I'm going to make this social media post or I'm going to place this ad on TV – can you take a look at a review and make sure it's compliant? We'll do everything from that to them saying we're doing a whole marketing campaign and we actually represent some advertising agencies as well so that everything comes in the door that we, we clear for them too. So it's, it's, it really is uh, something that you get a benefit from from being able to make sure that you're compliant, not subject to some of these fines. The TCPA one that I was telling you about with the uh, direct mail voice drops. That's anywhere from five hundred to fifteen hundred dollar penalties, statutory penalty per call yeah.
1: or whoa, per text. Whoa.
4: So when you whoa. think about, you know, if you have a, in your in your um, customer relations database, if you have yeah. a, a couple thousand customers right. in there, yeah. multiply that by fifteen hundred and you see where you're at. It's it's uh, a that, that's why these uh, lawsuits so a waves. very uh, big
3: Consulated. expense yeah. for okay. a small business. Could Absolutely, put a small
1: business out of business. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned that there's some trends to watch out mm-hmm. for.
4: Yeah, so TCP is one to watch out for. The, the ADA uh, website one is definitely one to watch that out to for. has to do with
1: the Disabilities Act.
4: Disability, making sure that your website is compliant, that it's accessible to folks by using screen readers. Uh, we've had other issues that have come up. Actually, one thing that we're expecting to come up more this year because the FTC just did a first-of-its-kind c- uh, complaint about it is uh, – folks that are selling social media indicators, what they're called. So if, you know, the, the a lot of times some of the influencers or some companies want to look like they're followed by a whole lot of different people, they will buy followers. And the that's been going on for a long, long time. And for a long time, I got questions about, isn't that a deceptive practice? I mean, right. isn't that something of that would course. violate consumer laws? Yeah. And, and for a long time, I've been telling them, yeah, it sure seems like it would, but no one's brought a case on it. FTC just brought a complaint on that issue saying, Look, this is a deceptive practice. You have people who, particularly people that are you know, making their money by, by saying they have this broad audience and they have a, a wide reach because they're influencers. You, know, you look at the Kylie Jenners that have, make over a million dollars per Instagram post. The, the a lot of that numbers are of, the, of the that revenue is generated by saying I have this audience that, that's going to see these these uh, right. uh, posts right. and if they're not there that's deceptive
2: right um,
4: and so so they the in the first of its kind uh, they they brought a, a claim against a company called Devumi and one interesting part of that and I think this is where I, well, I like to make sure business owners understand this too it's not necessarily just against the company like if you if you have something that you're involved in. Um, Either there are some corporate protections with setting up a, an LLC or with a corporation. Some of these you can't protect yourself that well from. So that with that Davumi case, they, the FTC said, look, you, this company you set up that was, that was uh, deceptive to consumers, you personally, Mr. Owner, got $2.5 million paid to you from that company. That's the amount of the judgment against you personally, right? And so what they ended up saying was, look, we, they looked at his, his financials and said, "Will, we'll, will you pay us two hundred fifty thousand dollars? We'll suspend the rest of that that payment. But if we find out that your financials were incorrect, if there's anything incorrect on there, that two whole two point five million is due to us. So it's there. There is some protection for owners when they set up an LLC in a corporation. Mm-hmm. But some of these acts that are that are fraudulent and deceptive. You can get through that, that uh, corporate veil. They uh, would call it piercing the corporate veil. Right. I
1: wow. guess they kind of look wow. at it as uh, criminal activity and therefore ill-gotten gains kind of thing. <laughs> Very similar, yes.
2: Well, if yeah. I'm a customer and I'm buying this, uh, this uh, piece that's saying it's going to go out to a million people when it only goes out to 500,000, and I'm paying big bucks to reach a million people. I'm going to be a little bit perturbed.
1: I reckon you would be. All right. <clears throat> Michael Samani, our guest today, he will be the presenter uh, at the Coffee with a Leader series event coming up on November the 21st. Once again, the doors open at 8 a.m. And it is a free event. You will get free coffee and the pastries there. But please do. You have to sign up ahead of time. Go to Orlando.score.org, Orlando.score.org. And... Once again, Michael, you were saying that uh, so these uh, these trends, is it is it safe to say that the trends, because they come in, you said waves, do the waves kind of follow new new advances in technology? Is that kind of what happens? Something new comes along, people start using it. And then the government says, hey, or somebody says, you know, they're misusing it. Is that kind of what happens?
4: That's a big part of it. What we see a lot is actually some of the governmental agencies, when they take an action against something, like the one that we just talked about as far as selling some of these uh, social media numbers. Mm -hmm. uh, When, like I said, the FTC, that was their first complaint of that kind. When that happens, we expect to see a lot of private plaintiffs' lawsuits then stemming from that. So they look to...
1: In other words, it goes out in the law journals and exactly. lawyers
4: go, yeah,
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, uh, so, but, but once again, I mean, it, it's because the new technologies are presenting new quandaries and, you know, and so, this what? is what, for one, it's real quick, this is one of the reasons why you're trying to warn people about this sort Correct. of thing. All right, I'm sorry, Lucy.
3: No, I was just thinking that I now know two future jobs that are really going to be making lots of money. There's going to be a need for more attorneys, obviously. <laughs> oh, no. And <laughs> more technology, which we that one we already know about, but... My goodness, you guys have your hands full. I'm sure,
2: but it's the laws. It's the laws but that were developed. But you know what? The technology, as you said, up. is
3: moving so fast. Right. The lawmakers can't even cope they with cannot. that. They cannot. Right. So, but in order to start those laws, you need attorneys. So, do you see? There'll be a lot of attorneys. Okay, very good well,
2: logic there. Someplace you want to say, yeah, and and it's, it,
4: the the because of, there's trouble keeping up with the regulations, there's trouble keeping up with the laws. It it is that's where you, you can't rely on intuition. We have a lot of clients that will come in and say, you know, they get a complaint and say, I thought, well, I didn't think what I was doing was wrong. I didn't think I was doing anything, you know, incorrect. It didn't feel like I was doing anything wrong. I didn't feel like I was taking advantage of anybody a lot of these are not intuitive because they don't necessarily directly apply to to the to the new technologies. Mm-hmm. So you can't rely on intuition just saying I feel like I'm not doing anything wrong so I should be okay. It would be great if that were the case. It it's not though.
1: Yeah sometimes in life you can go ahead and do it and then uh, apologize afterwards but the government doesn't work that way I <laughs> don't understand things like that so it's better to be cautious absolutely with this sort of, when you're dealing with new technologies and new approaches to marketing and advertising I guess it's fair to say
4: absolutely and that's okay. another thing that's, that is I think business owners I'll, I'll tell you, we'll pick it up sure. on the other
1: side because we do have to take another break once again Michael will be the presenter of the Coffee with a Leader series on November the 21st sign up right now before the seats are all gone at Orlando.score.org and we will be right back with more of What's the Score? Okay, once again, welcome to What's the Score? The show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. Lucy Polito, Rich Jekyll, and myself, Christopher Hart, in the studio today with Michael Simani, who you can visit with on November the 21st at the National Entrepreneur Center starting at 8 o'clock in the morning. That'll be from 8 to 9.30 a.m. Before we get back to the discussion with Michael, I just want to remind you, once again, you can use the good old-fashioned method of radio advertising to be a part of your marketing campaign. And with Michael advising you along the way, he would be safe in what <laughs> you do here. Right. That's yep. right. And it is a direct form of advertising. You reach... Tens of thousands of people with your message all at the same time. And there's uh, virtually no other way you can do that and target that particular audience. Uh, But uh, once again, the fellow to talk to is Bill Files. He can explain to you how it works. You know, you have a multitude of ways that you can utilize radio this uh, day and age, including the digital media portion of all of that. And Bill's phone number is 407-618-1760. He's the station manager here at Salem Media Group Orlando. Great fella and easy to talk to, and he really explains the business very well. At 407-618-1760, Bill Files will guide you through the radio advertising world and help you effectively and efficiently use your marketing dollars in this format. All right, so the digital media uh Applications uh, always changing, and this is something that you know that people need to keep up with, I guess, on a regular basis. So, this won't be the last time you do this Coffee with a Leader series, I reckon, right?
4: Absolutely, yeah, it changes very, very frequently, that's for sure. Yeah, and we're and so we're looking at a lot of different issues to try to make sure that the business owners out there are aware of them. One of them being uh, whether they're they're insured for some of these issues if they come up. If you know, the, I was
1: going to ask, is there a particular insurance that you know you hear about these umbrella policies and mm-hmm. things? Does do they cover that, or you need specific?
4: It's provisions. It's, it's depending on who the carrier is. We've we've had it across the board. Where and that that's one area where it really does pay to make sure that you know figure out what, what you're doing, what what services or products you're offering, how you're marketing things, because the 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 general commercial liability policies, uh, advertising claims, it's really pretty limited. Uh, and a lot of times it doesn't cover some of these things. The TCPA claims are very difficult to get covered by insurance. Uh, so it, it is important to make sure you, whatever you're doing, if you want insurance coverage for that, you have someone take a look at that first talk with your with your insurance agent, talk with if, if your attorney, you want to have them look at your, your policy to make sure it's going to be covered. Uh, that's something to get out ahead of because you don't want to find out later you've been sued for a few million dollars and then find out, oh, I'm not covered for this. So that that is definitely an important part of that because a lot of the technology and a lot of the new digital marketing uh, practices are kind of fall outside of a traditional uh, GCL policy.
1: Okay, once again, Michael Samani, our guest. KPSDS is his website. KPSDS, and you can email him there if you like at m Spell Samani S-E-M-A-N-I-E, S-E-M-A-N-I-E, Samani at kpsds.com and now to sign up for the coffee with a leader series go to orlando.score.org and don't forget to sign up for the newsletter there and you haven't mentioned Absolutely. the other thing Did you forget all about facebook Mr. facebook <laughs> that's right <laughs> and si- follow us and like us on uh, score orlando on facebook if Man, you I must would have please killed
2: a bunch of brain cells this past two weeks uh, you must here, have you, know? you
1: must have you must have um so t- is there, is there another trend that we need to be looking out for?
4: Yeah. One of the things that we were seeing more of now, and and again, this follows a lot of FTC, FTC enforcement actions is uh, online reviews. So the, you know, one of the things that's been great about digital advertising is it's really kind of helped level the playing field for small businesses, right? They can, mm-hmm. they can advertise more. They can be more direct with their advertising. Uh, it's, it's been some, a, a good uh, boost for them. And, one of the things that go along with that is some of the uh, customer reviews that are in Yelp that are in uh, you know, Google. And one of the things that, that has been an FTC a recent action on that is folks that are posting fake reviews. Uh, and so companies that, that are posting a review, a, a, you know, a glowing review about their business and their, their services and products, but it's posted by the company itself or an employee of the company uh, that just happened with a, a cosmetics company. It happened some time ago. And we've been warning people about this for a while. Uh, it happened some time ago with a, with an ad agency that was posting – their their employees were posting great reviews about one of their client's products. Sure. Uh, it's something that you have to disclose. Make sure your disclosures are done properly on that. Uh, it, again, this is one that usually comes out because the, the the business isn't necessarily trying to do anything wrong, but they're seeing some of these negative reviews, and they're saying that's that's not true. And the way they're trying to combat that is posting a, a countervailing point of their own review and it's 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 not true they're not disclosing the fact that that's that's them making their own post right and so there there are a lot of issues that come up with that there's uh, actually some companies have now gone to because some of these negative reviews can be so impactful for their business yeah. that they've gone to when they when they have the the consumer sign up for whatever it is that they're selling part of their initial contract has in there that the the consumer is promising not to post a negative negative review and in two, late 2016, a federal law came out prohibiting them from doing that. Right. So that's something that if, if, you know, if, if you haven't paid attention to that because that was just a, a couple of years ago and it's really starting to be enforced now, uh, that's something businesses need to be a pay, pay attention to. If you have in your form contracts for your customers something saying they can't post a, a negative review, make sure you get that pulled out of there. Make sure you have your contracts reviewed so that's nothing in there is going to be violating uh, any of these consumer protection type statutes.
2: How do you know if a review is fake?
4: Uh, that that is a, a lot of problem. That I mean, that, a lot of times that's that's was difficult to determine. Right. Uh, a lot of times you have a little a whistleblower issue. <laughs> you have something where okay. someone at yeah. the company is disgruntled, a former employee that says, you know, look, they talk to the attorney general, they talk to you know a plaintiff's attorney, they talk to even the FTC and say, hey, look, we we were instructed to make the, these reviews to try to counterbalance some of these negative reviews that that the owner thought was false, and boom, you're in trouble. It's it's that quick.
1: My goodness. Once again, Michael Simani, our guest today, and he'll be the presenter of the Coffee with Leaders event on November the 21st, 8 a.m. in the morning is when the doors open, and please do get there early and do some networking. Take advantage of the coffee and pastries, and then you'll have the presentation and question and answers and Michael said you said you'd stay afterwards even if some people wanted to to speak with you. Absolutely. And once again his website is KPSDS dot com. KPSDS.com. The uh What's the phone number again? Oh I'm sorry, yeah, good idea. Four zero seven four two five one zero two zero four zero seven four two five ten twenty for KPSDS. And don't forget the phone number for SCORE, 407-420-4844. If you would like to call and uh, register for the event rather than going to Orlando.score.org, you can do that. And as Rich said, sign up for the newsletter while you're there, and you'll have already been updated about this. There you right? go. And, uh, okay. all of hey. the other events coming up there. Uh, here, here's something sort of along the lines, maybe a little off the beaten path that we've been on. Are there any particular Supreme Court cases right now that you have a particular eye on?
4: Yeah, you know, the, the one that we were waiting for was out of the Ninth Circuit, the Domino's case. And that was one that was, we were waiting, the, the Domino's lost the case. They actually in the trial court won and, and won meaning the trial court said, look, it's the Department of Justice hasn't issued uh, regulations on this yet. So it's, we're, we're not going to rule on this. The Ninth Circuit, who is is kind of known in legal circles from having decisions that are a little little unusual, we'll say, yes, yes, he, yes. <laughs> they yes. Uh, they they said no. Look, it's it, Department of Justice doesn't Justice doesn't need to have regulations for us to determine whether this, on this issue whether you're in violation. And so they said you know, they kicked it back down to the trial court to, for them to look look at this uh, website compliance issue. And the dominoes actually asked for a, uh, they got a writ of certiorari for the Supreme Court to ask the Supreme Court. To hear the case to fi- make a final determination because there is so much up in the air. There's right. circuit splits, and uh, unfortunately, the Supreme Court declined to hear that. So we're not going to get. They wanted
1: to go back through the channels.
4: Go back through the channels, and you know, we're, so we, so now we're at a point where we don't have Department of Justice uh, guidance. We don't have Supreme Court guidance. We're we're you know we're trying to advise the, the businesses yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, so we're trying to advise businesses the best we can. Mm. What what they what the standard is that they're going to be held to on some of these claims. Right. So that would have been a good one that we were we were hoping to see. Uh, but unfortunately, that, one, that one's not going to be heard.
1: Okay. Well, wow. unfortunately, uh, we won't be able to hurt, be heard much longer either because we're <laughs> about out of time here. So it goes by fast, doesn't it? Yeah. But uh, once again, uh, these are issues that Michael will be talking about at the Coffee with a Leader presentation on November the 21st. Please do sign up for it by going to orlando.score.org. Or give him a call over there at 407 420 4844. 407 420 4844. And once again, Michael's website is kpsds.com. KPSDS.com. And you can email him there at M-S-E-M-A-N-I-E. That's for Michael Samani. And at kpsds.com. 407 425 1020.
2: All right. If you're going to do digital marketing campaigns on any level, it's good to get some advice and make sure you're doing it right.
4: I would totally agree. That's, a, you know, okay. that's the ounce of prevention versus pound of cure thing. Yeah, for it. Absolutely. Exactly. It's, it, you, don't, you don't want to get in a situation where you didn't, you jumped in, didn't do it right. And now you're paying the consequences that's for it. it. Yeah.
1: All right. All right. That's the bottom line, ladies and gentlemen. So once again, the Coffee with a Leader series on November the 21st. And that will be from 8 to 9.30 a.m. And please do sign up now. Don't wait because this will be a full house, I'm sure. Orlando.score.org is where you sign up for that, 407-420-4844. Don't forget to sign up for the newsletter while you're at the website there. And like us and follow us on Facebook. Facebook right? Thanks for being here, Michael. Thank Extremely you. Absolutely. I
2: love being here. Absolutely. Thank you. All
1: right. So until next time, that's it for What's the Score?